0: Welcome back to the Pine Hills Church Podcast, this is Aaron, and I'm so grateful I'm dropping just a special extra podcast for you on this Sunday because we're remembering again Pentecost Sunday. And I know for a lot of you you might be thinking, what in the world is Pentecost Sunday? We've got no ties back uh, in our history to what that might mean and so this means a couple different things historically for a couple different communities but it all comes together in the life of jesus and so let's just start by reading acts chapter 2. here's what it says acts chapter 2 verse 1 on the day of pentecost all the believers were meeting together in one place suddenly there was a sound from heaven like a roaring of a mighty windstorm and it filled the house where they were sitting then what looked like flames uh, or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them and everyone present was filled with the holy spirit and began to speak in other languages as the holy spirit gave them this ability At the time, there were devout Jews from every nation in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. And I know you might be thinking, this is a pretty weird story, but to understand more, Of what is happening here you have to understand some of the backstory that was woven into the cultural background of this particular people group the writer of the story is hyperlinking back further in their history in their story which would have brought back to memory a man named moses who is super important for their cultural narrative because it helped them to remember when god empowered this man to lead a nation out of slavery in egypt to a land of freedom using these, even these images here, wind and fire, to lead and to protect his people. Then after God leads the nation out through all kinds of miracles, he physically demonstrates his heart to live at the center of his people by letting his presence fill a tent or a temple in the middle of the desert shown by a pillar of fire settling over the tent. Jesus ties all of these historical events by giving his life during the celebration of passover and then now giving the holy spirit to reside in us as temples during the celebration of pentecost so these two different historical events are all coming together in the life of jesus which is amazing and if you need just a quick reminder jesus came to live this life we couldn't live to show us the truest way to live in submission to god empowered by the spirit And he goes to a cross because he wants to demonstrate his depth of love for each and every one of us, giving his life so we can have freedom from our past and we can have this totally new future. And so with that, Jesus had told his disciples to go away to an upper room, to wait. He was going to send them out on mission to carry out the things that he had already initiated in his living his life here on earth, but also in sending out the disciples to do the same things that he would have done when he was here. And so he says, before you go, I need you to wait until I send you an advocate, a helper, the Holy Spirit who will actually fill your life and connect you with God in a way that was never seen before. Now we could have this connection to God in a way that would be helpful for us to overcome our own sinful habits, but we could also bring that healing and hope to other people as well. And so there's all these hyperlinks that are happening when the writer is writing these different things because he's speaking to a, a particular audience who's gonna understand all of these things. It's us in our day that needs to do the extra work to make sure that we understand on a deeper and more beautiful level everything that is happening here as we remember again historically, even on this day of when Pentecost was, when the Holy Spirit was given to empower people to go out as witnesses. See, there's wind that fills a small room with a bunch of these followers, and then fire that settles over their head as a sign that God is filling them with his presence as a new living temple or a tent that would empower them like Moses. Remember that story we had just said, to go out and to speak on God's behalf, to help people to be led out of the slavery of their own sin into this new life that offers freedom and hope by living in God's presence as part of God's family. Here's this quote from the Bible Project. For centuries, God had been promising to one day end harmful human empires by establishing his own empire within us, by fully integrating his way of life in heaven with our way of life on earth. This is what is happening in this moment. It is exciting and it is controversial. There's this first taste of heaven and earth being united through the giving of this spirit. And it's also a foretaste of what will happen eventually when Jesus comes again to fully allow his presence to push out everything that's evil and broken and harmful and restore the things as they should have always been. So let's get back to the story acts chapter 2 verse 11 the the last part of 11 it says we all hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things god has done they stood there amazed and perplexed what can this mean they asked each other and they thought the people were a bit crazy or a bit drunk but then peter who is was one of the closest followers of Jesus, who was once afraid to admit to people that he was actually a follower of Jesus when Jesus was arrested. And when Jesus began this trial that would eventually lead to him being hung on a cross and brutally beaten, Peter was afraid for his life. And so Peter began to deny Jesus, even to deny Jesus, even to a little girl, so afraid of what might happen to him It's the same Peter who's then filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with God's presence that pushes him out of the upper room into the city, speaking these other languages, these disciples suddenly becoming multilingual. And what was beautiful is it just so happens that all of these different nations were all drawn to celebrate this same celebration and this one particular history. And yet, They're empowered by God to go out to speak the gospel, to tell about the goodness of all that God is doing in a language that these people would understand most. See, this is the the outbreaking of God into every community on earth. It's God's hope that every nation every people group every language group would come to know him as god because he's the one who's truly created them and he wants to live life in the midst of all of us he wants to live in relationship with all of us so us as followers of jesus filled with his holy spirit we get to go out to begin to all the people around us to testify to the goodness of god even in our own story and to be empowered to do it in such a way that we can articulate the goodness of god we can articulate the gospel in a way that other people can understand and at times that just might mean having wisdom to 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 say it a certain way and then at other times yes like the spirit is going to give us the ability and the gift to know other languages, to be able to speak this. And this is a beautiful and amazing thing. And that's what's happening with Peter. And what's so amazing is that this one guy who was once afraid to, to proclaim who Jesus is or even to associate himself with Jesus is suddenly getting up in front of this huge crowd. And he is not afraid anymore. He's pushed past his fear and he is telling the gospel, telling the goodness of God and everything that God has done and is doing. He's telling them about the invitation to accept Jesus as our Savior, to begin to walk in the way of Jesus, to discover that the truest way we could do life is life within the community of God. And what's amazing is that people respond. It says over 3,000 people and all gave their life to Christ and become part of the family that day. That is amazing. Praise God. And to summarize all this, because we might have got lost in a bit of the story, to summarize, the followers of Jesus are filled. And on this day, we're remembering when that gift was given, but there's this opportunity that's on the table for each and every one of us to experience God's Spirit filling us and to continue filling us as we're empowered on mission each and every day to make this space to come before God, to say, God, I need you to fill me with what I need to go out to to interact with the people that I'm going to interact with in my sphere of influence, to do the job that you've put me here to do, to help me in my city, amongst my neighbors, my coworkers, my family, to make much of you so that other people can come to know you, and that I can also glorify you in everything that I do. And so Jesus then fills us with this life force that helps us to push past every fear, to step outside of ourselves, to communicate the good news of Jesus to people in languages that they can actually hear and understand and respond to. They can connect the dots. They can see how this thing connects with their life, and it's the thing that they've actually been looking for all along. So on Pentecost Sunday, this is what we look back to. This is what we're encouraged by in our own life, and this is actually what we're looking forward to again because we're looking forward to that day when God's presence will fill the entire earth in such a way that evil is fully pushed out where there are no more tears, sadness, brokenness, cancer, death, disease, separation. This is when heaven and earth are made new, and we get to be a part of the story today by being people of God's presence empowered by him to communicate the good news of God in new and creative ways that people can understand in their own sense of language so that they can experience the same freedom we have. And so we not only celebrated Easter where we remember again all that Christ has done for us and he's welcoming us into a new family by giving us freedom from our past to walk fully into what he's calling us into. But now... There's this invitation each and every day to make space to be with Jesus because he loves us most and he most wants us to be with him and to live life in relationship with him. To then become more like him as he empowers us to to get over the things that continuously trip us up and keep us back so that we can walk fully into our sphere of influence as life givers, so that we could be agents of hope and healing and peace to everyone else around us. And that's how we do the things that Jesus would have us to do, because that's our goal as followers of Jesus, is to be with him, become like him, and then to do the things that he would have us to do. And so this is what we're remembering of tying together Easter and and this day of pentecost where the holy spirit was poured out is an amazing gift from jesus who again says that that the holy spirit is given as our advocate as our helper to be with us to lead us into all truth to help us to be connected with god to actually help us to hear the voice of god all of that is this this work of god of him interacting with us in this community and this family and it's a it's a very beautiful thing and I know there might be a lot of questions around any of that, and you have questions, please reach out to us at Aaron at PineHillsChurch.org. Just send me an email. I would love to get you on the calendar where we can connect and maybe get a coffee and just chat about this together. And if you're you're continuously been walking with us through the podcast or in our community and you're like, man, I've been around this, I've been thinking about this, but I want to go all in on the way of Jesus I want you to, one, reach out to me at that email, Aaron at PineHillsChurch.org. But you can even initiate that right now by just inviting Jesus into your moment, saying, Jesus, I just invite you here. I recognize that you're here with me already, and you've been leading me to this moment, this this, this, this decision moment. Am I going to buy into the way of Jesus? Am I going to follow the way, or am I going to follow my own way? And today I'm going to decide right now from this day forward for all of my days, for all of my life, to follow after you each and every day. Would you forgive me of my past old ways of trying to do things my own way, of setting up things as ultimate that weren't actually ultimate? And Would you help me to have healing from my past so that I could actually be an agent of hope and healing for other people? And would you just empower me with your Holy Spirit even now, to help me, to lead me into all truth through all of my questions, through some of my doubts that are still lingering there. But I want to begin to follow after you in this way, to become an apprentice of Jesus. And if you say that prayer and are taking that steps, guess what? You're part of the family, and that's a beautiful thing. And we just celebrate that with you. But we also want to celebrate that with you in person. So be sure you're emailing and connecting with us. Connect with us in our community. You can go to church.org, Find out about any event that's about to come up so you can connect and you can be a part of all that God's doing because our hope is to connect this with everything that we do, that God's deepest desire is that his presence is at the center of our community, that we're people that are marked by the presence of God. That is our hope for everyone within our community. And so with that, I just want to pray over everybody that's listening in this podcast so i just let's just pray god thank you so much that you have given jesus to come live that life we couldn't live to go to a cross to give us freedom from our past and help us to walk fully into the future And now you're giving us your presence to fill our life, to help us to be deeply connected with you. So everyone that's listening in this podcast, I pray that they're opening their heart and their spirit and they begin to feel and sense you, that you would flood them with who you are, that they could not deny that God is true and he's good and that they're part of the family. And I pray you would help to empower us to step past fear, to actually begin to get to know our neighbors, to know their story, to hear where they've come from, and to begin to hear their aches and their pains, that we could speak the gospel to and direct them to the one that actually has the answers to those aches and pains. And would you help us to see countless people come to know you through our community and through all kinds of other Jesus communities around our city? And would you begin to help your presence to break out that more and more people would come to know you because people people need you people need you in such a way that they're hurting and they're lost and they're continuously becoming more and more frustrated and angry because their way of doing life doesn't work and they need you so help us to be people empowered by you step outside of our fear to begin to go to those people on the margins people who we just pass by, help us to spark that conversation, always knowing that there's an invitation from the divine in every one of those conversations for something amazing to happen. And I pray you would grow our number as a sign of a growing number of people finding freedom, freedom in you. That's the hope, is that people come to know you, not to grow for growth's sake, but to grow with people who are being changed, who are stepping out of darkness into your light, who are finding freedom and hope in you and becoming more and more agents of hope to everyone else around you. God, you're the only one who can do this. And so we want to be a Jesus community, and we'll only be known as a Jesus community if we're marked by your presence with us. So help us to be marked by your presence today that when we're around people, people sense and feel you in us. And people begin to to even say there's something different about people in our community. There's something different about you. What is it? You respond differently. You walk through life differently and help us to begin to just then take that moment to step up just like Peter did. Even if we've had moments in our past where we've made mistakes, where we've denied you or walked away from you, or we're even new to all this. Help us to step past all of that fear so that way we can communicate truth and love. We can communicate it patiently, and we can just do all that you're inviting us into. In your name we pray, amen. I just want to thank you again for listening to this extra podcast that we're dropping this week. We just didn't want to let this Sunday go by without recognizing this moment that remembering historically, but is also that invitation for our community to step in, to desire the presence of Jesus. And so that's the hope for our community. So we're praying for each and every one of you, and we are loving doing life with you. We hope to connect with you in new ways. So be sure you're checking out that website, stay connected to us, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.